Love you. Love you, but、uh, see ya. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye, bra. <laughs> bra, sister bra. Well, hi friends! Welcome to the A Wife Like Me podcast, where we grow together as wives to thrive outside and inside our marriages. My name is Amanda Davison, founder of A Wife Like Me, and I'm so glad you're here. And joining me today is my beautiful, wonderful co-host Shannon Garin. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Amanda. <sighs> I love you. I love you too. I、mm-hmm. love you that you're going to put up with me today, and all the listeners are going to put up with me today because I'm fighting a cold.、Oh. So I'm I'm just a little foggy, but it's going to be wonderful, and we're going to work through it. <laughs>、uh, you know what? I can barely tell, so I, you're good. I think. Yeah. You know how though, when you have a cold and you feel kind of loopy, I feel kind of loopy. Not gonna、oh, lie. It's okay. But I、like、just、it. make it more fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Especially with our topic today. I know. I love this.、One. Yeah, it is a hard one. We are gonna we're gonna talk about some good things today. We're gonna really our our focus today is on friendships, and via it's a two part, really a two part、uh, episode podcast. So we're gonna talk today about why we need friendships, and then next episode we're gonna talk about like what's a what's a healthy friend, what's not a healthy friend. How do I navigate my friendships? It's going to be good,、uh, but today we're going to talk about really why we need friends in marriage. And there are two posts on this, and we're just Shannon and I are going to break this down. But on、uh, just really our thoughts on this topic, we have a post from Natalia Drum, and she talks about、um, just why we need friends. She found for herself that she was looking to her husband to really fill her need for community, which. I don't think we realize that we do this.、Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, I definitely have been doing this the last couple years because we moved to Colorado three years ago, and it's just been a kind of a dry season relationally for me、um, mm-hmm. with friends. And so, when I read this, I was like, "Oh my, this this is this is so me." And and it's so funny because my husband is like, he like tries to push me to go. You know, develop relationships, and I'm just like rolling my eyes, like,、uh, because it's hard. It's so hard to find, fr- especially when you're an adult. It's、mm. hard to find friendships and connections. I mean, do you do you think it's? Of course, you've been living in Minnesota for a long time, right? Yeah, in our community that we live in in Minnesota, I've been living here for. It's been like six years. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what I've sort of. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> noticed. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even think of the word. What I've noticed is it seems like some of us just have more of a natural desire or need for、yes. community. Um, we yes, all let's let me、that. back up. Yeah, we we. P.S. If you're listening, if you're alive, if you're breathing right now, you were created for connection. You were、mm-hmm. created for community.、Yeah. We thrive spiritually and grow spiritually when we are connected relationally, and so we're com- we're connected and created. We're created for connection and community with with people. But I think that some of us, for many reasons. Are more drawn to develop and more desire community outside of marriage,、mm-hmm. um, 
and are naturally maybe more prone to seeking that out than others are. And so yeah. I think for some of us, it's just more of a, ta- it feels more like more of a task yeah. to actually do that. From, from, I'll just speak for me personally, I thrive when I have, like last night I went out to Union Pizza, shout out to Union Pizza, what, what, in what, Fergus what? Falls, Minnesota, um, with my friend Tanya, boom, love you, Tanya. Um, and <laughs> because <laughs> it was literally like spur of the moment, I just sensed in myself, I need a girlfriend, like I need, I need that. Um, I, and my husband knows I thrive when I have community and you know him included in that but he's not my only source for that because I just thrive naturally thrive when I have people so I but that's not the case for everyone but then even still it's hard to find the right friends and Mm -hmm. ones that you can trust and who are those safe Mm -hmm. people and healthy people Mm -hmm. so which we'll talk more about next episode, but um, the, the reason for having community and, and friends is, it, it, if we're honest, it's tempting to look to our husband to be community for us. Yeah. Or our, our only source of community. Yeah, But, but in, in doing that, it is, it is dangerous. Because like Natalia said in her post, I'm gonna quote her here, she said, the more I looked to my husband to fill my need for community, the less he felt like my husband. Mm-hmm. That's such a good statement. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really mm-hmm. challenging one um, because our husband was created to be our husband. Yeah. And, and there are certain things that we need our girlfriends for. Our husband cannot be our, our girlfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there, yeah, there's, there's just a need there that, that he can't feel, yep. you know, um, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's hard, you know, sometimes relationships, and we might talk about this in the next episode, I think we're going to talk about healthy, unhealthy friendships, but relationships with other women can be difficult, but they also can be so rewarding when there's a mutual love and um, just respect and it's just hard. So, okay, Amanda, so how many close, really, really close friendships would you say you had right now? I have a, I could literally list them. I have four girlfriends that I, I mean, just about six months ago, when poop goes down, like they're your people. Yeah. They're, they're your solid the ones people. You call. Mm-hmm. They're, yep. Like I'm crying. Um, my husband is here with me and he knows like, y'all need to get your buns over here. I need you. Like I'm in a, something hard is going on and I need you to support me in a way that my hubs just can't. I mean, he is, he's great. He's amazing, but it's just different. I need my prayer warrior girlfriends to get their tushes on over here. Mm -hmm. I cannot think straight because this hurts so much right now. Mm -hmm. I need you. and, And I can only share that hard thing with them. There are four of them that I can do that with. Yeah. But I'll tell you why there's not more um, next episode. Well, I have two, friend. <laughs> you and have I two. Was, yeah, I, I don't know where I read this. I don't know what I was reading, but I remember reading an article um, or something. I've listened to some podcast or something where the the writer or the person speaking, oh, gosh, my memory's going bad. Anyway, that, that most women 
don't have very many close friends. Yes. And if they do, it's only like maybe one or two. Yes. And, and I so fall I, into that. And I'm like, that's sad. I feel like that's sad. Don't you? I don't know. I feel maybe like. not. I feel like if you're listening, you're like, I don't even have one. That's okay. We, that's why we're talking about this. But I don't know. I, I feel like it's a safe number to be completely honest. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the older is. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm so old. The older I'm getting, the more I realize that it's really, and you know, we, we know listening, you don't, you don't need a bunch of friends. It's the quality of those close ones that really matter. And mm -hmm. so to have a friend that, you know, you can be fully vulnerable with and open with, and it's not going to go anywhere. And we'll talk about those things next episode, but that's, that's key. I don't think yeah. it's really as many. It's just that you do have some. Yeah. I think one. it's the quality. Yeah. yeah. But the reason, you know, uh, that we need community we need friendships and when we say friendships we're talking about girlfriends p.s man maybe we need to add another episode on that but um we're talking about girlfriends because that's a safe friendship and honors the lord in your marriage mm -hmm. to have yeah. people on you if you're if you're calling or texting some dude and sharing your stuff with that no. you gotta stop that just stop no. that right now that's not like safe right it does, now. does not honor god or does not, not cool. honor your husband yeah not cool so there's mm -hmm. that but um, so just want to clarify, we're talking about girlfriends here, but we need, actually, we need to do a podcast about that. Yes. Okay. We can boom, boom. We'll add boom. it in. <laughs> we can do that. We can do whatever we want. We with can the podcast. We can add, <laughs> Hey ladies, if you have an idea, we can add it in at any time. <laughs> I love that, but, um, let's do it for sure. But I, I love what Kristen Milner says. Natalia Drum, Kristen Milner, they're both contributors at A Wife Like Me. Love them dearly. And they both have different um, posts on this topic. And But Kristen says, oh, another just amazing, amazing quote. She says, when hard times come, we need friends in our marriage who help us untangle our emotions. Yeah. And and there is a beauty in that, you know, mm -hmm. that that again our husbands are great, but man that's a lot of pressure on them to if we're putting all that on them to really help us navigate the hard things and the hard places of our soul and sometimes they just don't get it and that's okay. Mm -hmm. They weren't created to, but our girlfriends man they get it in ways that our husbands can't. Yeah. I I just have to share this picture, this kind of analogy that I've I've used when I speak sometimes where um, you know, I used to think of my husband as my cake. So if you were to like think about your most favorite dessert in the whole entire world, whatever that is, think of that. And I used to think of my husband as he was that for me, like he's that. And yet I didn't know. And for me, my dessert is a uh, Dairy Queen ice cream cake. So mm -hmm. there's that. But my, I thought Chad was that for me. I learned that Jesus is my cake. Like my husband's great, but I don't, like, I remember distinctly realizing and telling my husband, like, I love you, babe. I was, like, almost crying when I learned just, like, whoa, Jesus is my cake. I was, like, Chad, I love you, but, like, I don't even, I don't even need you. Like, not in a bad way. Just, like, I love you so much, but I just really need Jesus. Like, mm -hmm. he's my cake. He's my yeah. cake. Yeah, and and exactly. God just, like, gave me that picture of he's our cake, but then, like, the 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 pretty icing and the decorations and the sprinkles and the you know the like those are that's our marriage that those are friendships that they like make it pretty but they're not our cake 
but the more like friendship and that, you know, if we have a friendship, it just makes it more beautiful. It feels, it, it looks, it, it feels good. It, it, it's beautiful, yeah. but it's not, a, it's not the cake. Jesus is our cake. But anyway, so I just, sometimes I like to share that because it kind of helps put it into perspective just that they're more decoration really, yeah, but they're not really, our cake. They're like that nice little, um, icing rosette that is so yummy oh that's what you just want to eat yes absolutely you know (laughs) yeah not that you want to eat your friends but (laughs) you might want to eat my face actually i maybe you always say you want to marry my face so you might want to eat my face i don't don't want to just eat it i just take a big chunk out of it (laughs) and that's not weird it's not (laughs) not at all not at all (laughs) oh i love it um, but so moral of the story today is really that friendships are important, even though it might feel uncomfortable, even though it might feel scary. Natalia Drum, she said this is what she did when she realized I've been looking to my husband to be my community. She said this is what she did. She said she prayed diligently and fervently for community. If you're listening and you're like, man, I want that, but I don't have it. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Pray diligently. Pray to God to give you friendships that matter, friendships that challenge you, friendships that have women that have wisdom that want to walk with you. So pray for that. Then get vulnerable. It's hard and scary to show up at that women's thing or that coffee or that whatever, but get vulnerable. Um, Because in order to get and create friendships, we have to get into that space. I guarantee you there are other women who feel like exactly how you feel and who want a good friend and who just feel like super scared to even try to find one. Um, But get vulnerable. And then she said she stepped out of her comfort zone, too. She initiated the phone call. She went up to that new person she didn't know. She showed up to that thing um, just, you know, scared, but she showed up. And then she said she invested in being a friend first, which I love. I love. Like, what can, how can I be a friend for you? Like, what do you need? Do you need a meal? Do you just want to talk to me? Like, are you going through a hard thing? Like, just being available for someone else instead of, you know, well, I would like this. This is what I think. This is what I have in mind. Just being a friend to them first. I love that. Yeah, like, don't be a draining friend. Be like, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes friendships can be so draining. But but even though friendships can be draining, and just like you said, they can be like the, just the added decoration to life. And, and you know what? It's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's worth, it's worth being vulnerable. It's worth, um, it's just worth the risk when you find that just beautiful friend that is just that compliment to life. Yeah, absolutely. So Shannon, what's our takeaway for today? Okay, so our takeaway is that the work of building community with, with, with women isn't always easy, but the investment is always, always, always worth it. It is. It is. And we'll talk next episode about what kind of friends make a good friend. Maybe you're questioning, man, is this a healthy friendship with that, that I have with that girl? It's just comfortable, mm-hmm. but man, it's hard sometimes. Like oh, how to navigate It's going to be good. That. Yeah. And every episode, we give a special shout out to something that we love that makes hey, our hey. lives better. What, what? what so, what? so today. Okay, you're going to need to explain this one to me. Okay, yes, I will explain this to you. Uh, 
It is our shout out for today. All you blondes out there know what I'm talking about. If you don't, if you have blonde hair and you don't know what I'm going to, what I bought this is, I'm going to tell you it is purple shampoo y'all purple. And it's it's actually purple or is that the brand? No, it's, it's not a brand. There are tons of different brands, but purple shampoo is like gold in a bottle for blondes because this is what it does. If you have blonde hair, you understand that your hair, you get your hair did, okay? It's all good for like a week. And then it starts turning colors on you. It ter- starts turning like gold, goldy, coppery, yellowy, orangey, gross. And we don't want that, Shannon. No one wants to live with that. No, no one wants no. coppery, orangey hair. No. So purple shampoo, I don't know when, a couple years ago, maybe five years ago, my hair girl introduced me. She's like, we need to get you some purple shampoo. I was like, what? She was like, here it is. Wow. <laughs> so, so I so, don't, is it the, why purple? I wonder why it's, purple. Because it like tones out the goldy, poopy, mousy, orangey, yucky gold color in there. It like gets rid huh. of it. So then it, but it's this funny though, because you can't leave it in too long or it'll turn your hair purple. But it does. Are you serious? Do yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. I mean, it, not like super purple, but like a very whatever. I've done it before. It's not a big deal. It washes right out. But um, yeah, it's it, it's it's amazing. So if you have blonde hair and you get annoyed, especially if you used to live like, well, I used we used to have well water because we lived on the farm. But if you live in the country and you don't have city water, you for real know what I'm talking about. So you can use purple shampoo like every day, girl, and you will thank me for it. But otherwise, if you have like city water, you probably don't want to use it every day, like maybe twice a week. Okay, so I feel a little bit jaded or slighted or excluded because I don't think there's anything like that for brunette hair. And I feel very left out, I just want to say. so. Well, you know what? We don't get to use your root stuff. <laughs> so there. <laughs> okay so it's okay all right it's kind of balanced now okay okay, okay. okay. fine <laughs> it's fine i mean it's fine it's fine it's fine we're fine huh? <laughs> i'm not mad it's fine <laughs> oh, okay you guys we have so many great resources for you over at a wife like me.com where you can check out our blog posts our free downloads and our book dear wife 10-minute invitations to practice connection with your husband. And if you want to actively play a part in impacting marriages, families, and generations through our mission at A Wife Like Me, simply visit awifelikeme.com backslash support. Thank you so much for being with us today. We love you and we just love our time together. You've been listening to the A Wife Like Me podcast. I'm Amanda Davison. And I'm Shannon Guerin. And if you found this helpful or encouraging, please subscribe so you get every episode. We would love it if you would leave a review and a rating. And sharing is caring for the people in your lives. So please send this over to a friend today that you think might enjoy it. We'll see you next week.